We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. We are recording this at 6.30 p.m. on Draft Eve. Andy, I feel like a little kid the night before Christmas. You know, this is actually better than Christmas. It's coming. It's Christmas coming up in a month. Christmas. I don't even care about Christmas. This this, this right here, Sam, this is what we live for. <laughs> Sam's like, no, I love Christmas. I'm Asian. We don't celebrate. Like, we get together, although we're not even this year. We get together. We don't even eat, like the standard food like thanksgiving's coming up sam no it's always it's always it's always persian food at the holidays no matter what yeah, but um but what i was gonna say is i don't know man i'm just excited i'm i'm excited i'm ready to be disappointed so that, that in that way it will feel like a holiday but uh, <laughs> um if you're checking this out so we're, we're you know this is this is your little primer we have our draft show wednesday november 18th tomorrow Premium. Premium members, or today, depending on your listening. Or today, yeah. Uh, premium members, you can get in 30 minutes earlier and we'll do a pre-show. Everyone else will push the link on all social accounts right at 5 p.m. when the draft starts. Second screen, we have a ton of special guests yeah. sponsored by Warriors World. There will be free giveaways to the best comments or questions. Honestly, just come come into the YouTube link and just make us laugh and we might just give you a free shirt. <laughs> 
Yeah, we got a lot. Yeah, the free giveaways are big. I know Sheet's got some crazy stuff cooked up. Uh, Warriors World. Uh, all our all our listeners know. Um, and then we ha- we've done a few extra pods on premium too. So if you can't get enough of draft content or free agency content, uh, we've done some extra stuff on Lightyear's Premium. You can go to either of our feeds or the Lightyear's Pod feed. You can sign up there. Yeah, and if you want to check out more draft stuff and haven't had the chance, I would recommend check out Monday's episode with Kevin O'Connor or the previous week with Sam Vecini uh, or even the previous week with Seth Partnow. All three great draft insights. You should feel really comfortable after you listen to those episodes having a feel for kind of who James Wiseman is, who Anthony Edwards is. Maybe you come to your own conclusion. Um, Last chance to get that stuff in before the show, but – We're starting here. So yesterday we recorded a premium episode, and an hour later, we uh, we got word the Bucks, the Bucks made some moves, Drew Holiday and Bogdan Bogdanovich. So let's start here. What do you think of the Bucks? Have they got better? Yes, they've got better. They've got a lot better. I think they're. So what the what I like about the Bucks the last few seasons is that they're a team, right? They play as a team. They fit together. They've got good chemistry. They win a lot of games. The issue is, come playoff time, they don't have enough talent as a team. I do feel like they still are a team and have at, added a lot more talent. Like, I'm not – like, Bogdan Bogdanovich, to me, is not a fake shooter. Drew Holiday, to me, is not a fake shooter, and he's a great defender, just like Eric Bledsoe. I guess Eric Bledsoe, they're both not great, but they're both very good. Drew's, um, a, Drew's a significantly better all-around player, too. Yeah, as a player, right, just as a whole. But I'm saying defensively, like Drew and Bledsoe, like you could say maybe, like Drew's better, but maybe they're about the same. Yeah, Bledsoe's pretty damn good in his own right. So but Bledsoe's useless on offense, especially come the postseason, right? But, but you're also not adding someone that's um, – how should I say, like, like let's say you're adding someone, let's say like like Bradley Beal, who kind of nukes the offense. I think Milwaukee still plays the same type, type, type of team style. Oh, the losing style. Got it. <laughs> In terms of, like, the way they pass, the way they defend, all that, like, I don't think they lose much there, but I do think they get a lot more shooting and defense and, and, some, and someone like Drew. So I think they get better, man. Like, to me, they're better than Brooklyn right now. Like, they have less question marks. Like, to me, they're the best team in the East. Mm, so I have a couple thoughts here. One, I wonder if Bud's going to diversify the offense enough to take advantage of everything Drew can do. No. I always think about that uh, Iguodala quote where he says, like, every team wants to play a dumbed-down version of basketball. And you see players like Drew Holiday or Eric Gordon who have, like, all these skill sets to do multiple things, maybe things they'd be asked to do if they are on the Warriors, for example not really being able to use all their tools. Like Drew's an amazing cutter. Drew is really good out of the pick and roll. Drew is good at making reads, second passes, stuff like that. And I wonder if they're going to take advantage of him or it's going to be another situation where you're like, this guy's really good, but they're just not using everything he has going. Yeah, but I think with Drew Holiday is like how much – like he's someone to me, it feels like he's like Clay Thompson, different type of player, but he's just someone I feel like you don't – want to you don't want to build your offense around that guy like he's better off like someone that plays off of Giannis not someone that's the focal point yeah and and that's kind of my point he uh like he would fit in perfect in Boston or or Golden State where they run like a motion offense because he's a perfect player for that type of motion offense with that said I think we need to move to the more important point for Warrior fans 
Mm. Are you worried? Do you have you officially given up hope on Giannis? I actually think this is a good thing for the Warriors. I guess Warriors listeners are going to love this. But I think this, number one, tells me that Milwaukee is scared that Giannis is going to walk away. They overpay for Drew Holiday. Again, I think it makes them better in the short term. But they overpay for one year of Drew Holiday. I think they traded 62 first-round picks and 35 pick swaps, right, Sam? I think that's about right. Like, that to me is just ridiculous um, for someone like – like, he's an all-star in the East, but my God. And the other thing is, like – uh I think they make this move hoping that they make the finals. I guess you can say Giannis, even if he signs the Supermax coming up here in a few days, he can still request a trade. Like, it doesn't matter. Look at James Harden, who we'll get to in a second here. Um, It doesn't matter if he signs an extension or not. He can just ask to leave. So I think what they're trying to do is they're obviously trying to fix the mistake that they did with Brogdon uh, for whatever reason that they didn't re-sign him. And they're trying to make it so that they want to win in Giannis's eyes. And I don't think Giannis has said, like, hey, I'm staying for sure for the rest of my career. I don't think he has. No, and you're right. This is clearly a we need to make a move to satisfy Giannis so he doesn't walk, and they should because they're it's not good, good, they're yeah. not good yeah. enough right now. They needed to get yeah. better. Um, I'm kind of with you. I think Giannis will sign an ex- extension now. I think any hopes of a premature trade demand are gone, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it means he's going to stay long-term. Yep. I think – as we're seeing with James Harden, as we're seeing with Russell Westbrook, as we saw with Anthony Davis. Yeah, and just so many guys. Like, they don't – buddy. Contracts don't mean anything in that NBA. <laughs> Paul and George, it's, yeah. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's about giving up all your picks for eternity for, <laughs> for acquiring a player. But, you know, and so that's kind of worrisome because if Giannis leaves, those picks are very valuable and the Bucks are very screwed for an extended period of time. But with all that said – um, I'm looking at this move and I'm thinking this is probably a good thing for the Warriors too because end of the day, I, they're not getting Giannis right now. And now Milwaukee, if they don't get over the hump, they're, they don't really have any other options to get over the hump. Yeah, there, there's nothing left. There, there's, no, there's no other bullet in the chamber, so to speak. Like there's really – the picks are gone. Drew Holiday's a pending free agent, right? Like there's – like, I guess somebody said, like, on Twitter that they can trade guys in midseason, but it's like they're going to be really good. Like, they're probably going to win 55-plus games this season easily. It's like you're not going to trade these guys midseason. But- and, and it's, like, pretty hard. Like, what are you really trading uh, Middleton for, you know? <laughs> yeah. So – they, they, they've pushed all their chips in. I think it's worth it, Sam. Like, I, I want to get your thoughts. Like, are they the bet? Let, let's say Brooklyn doesn't get Harden because that's, that's a crazy one. But let's say they don't get Harden. Boston kind of stays put. Maybe they trade Hayward for some ancillary pieces. Miami, et cetera, those guys. Like, are they the best team in the East? I think so. But uh... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think um... – I still don't know that to put some over the top. I think it makes them better, but it, it's interesting. I'll put it this way. I would have liked to see him do something more bold, but it is what it is. Let's move to our next topic because we ultimately have to get to the draft stuff, which is more important. One other thing to talk about here. Uh, friend of the show, James Harden, with a little shenanigans right now, trying to force his way to Brooklyn, maybe to Philly, maybe to Golden State. Who knows? Um, let, let, Let's start here. So James Harden is officially done with the Rockets and he wants out, but he has three years left on his contract. And it begs the question, 
what is going to happen there? Do you think they're going to trade him for the draft? That's crazy. By the way, I saw I saw a thing from TMZ today that James Harden wants to leave because Tillman Fertitta is a Trump supporter, and I'm just like, what is this? Is Clutch is Clutch throwing this on? Like, which owner isn't a Trump supporter? Like, what are we doing here? Um, I think he's gone. I think he's gone. Like, I think whatever the player wants, they get in the NBA. Like, this is not the NFL. <laughs> and the NFL, it's kind of like whatever the owner wants, whatever the team wants, they get, right? Like, that's it's like one MLB. side one, yeah. Yeah, one side versus the other side. You kind of, like, disagree with both a little bit. You're like, well, the NFL is kind of – like, that's a little bit too much on that way. And the NBA is like, oh, a little bit too much there. I think James Harden is gone. I don't know if they're going to take the poo-poo platter. <laughs> uh, we just saw Drew Holiday go for that much. You'd have to think that, that uh, James Harden is going for at least double that. Um, and six picks gonna, minimum. Um, yeah. Someone's giving that up. Someone's giving that up. Like for James Harden. And I agree with you. I don't think um, the Nets offer is real. I don't think it's realistic. Like, no. what are you? No. What are you doing with all that? Um, are the Nets really going to give him eight years of picks? Let, let me tell you right now. If if well, the offer Sam was was just players. I think and a couple of picks. Right. Like it was Karis Levert and like a bunch of mid guys. Karis Levert's like what thirty five years old now. Right. He's he's not twenty two. Nah, he's twenty seven. But your point stands. Like he's not. Uh, a, he's not. Um. He's good, but like there, he's not like a twenty year old prospect. <laughs> the Warriors can literally come over the top and say, "We'll give you Minnesota's pick. We'll give you number two, and we'll give you like two more first rounders for Harden." And that's a better package. And there's no way Houston says yes to that. So there's no reason for me to think that 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 Brooklyn thing is going to be realistic unless Brooklyn throws in KD, which they won't. Yeah, if Philly gets a little more interesting, because and this is where I want to bring it back to the Warriors. So if there's a person who can consummate a trade here, it's probably Daryl Morey. He's really good at this stuff. And they have the assets. They have Ben Simmons. They have all their picks. Now I'm wondering, how realistic do you think a three-way deal where, let's just say, um, you know, James Harden goes to Houston, Ben Simmons comes to the Bay, and Wiggins plus the poo-poo platter of picks from both the Warriors and the Rocket, or sorry, and the the Sixers goes to goes to Houston. So now Houston's getting the number two, the Minnesota pick. A three more Philly picks. Maybe throw in a pick swap too. All of a sudden, they have like six picks, seven picks. Is that something that could happen? I see that happening. Like I, I think I think that's very realistic. The only problem is I, Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey does love James Harden, right? Like I think that I, I think we talked about this in a, loves it, loves it, him more than the Warriors love stuff. <laughs> yeah, we talked. I think that we talked about this on premium um, that. If Daryl Morey were to pick a guy between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, like you're pretty vehement that that's probably going to be Joel. Yeah, it's not even a question to me. That tells me that if he has to pick a guy, Ben Simmons maybe has more trade value, if not the same amount. Uh, The Warriors have been asking about Ben Simmons forever. So that's the other thing as well. So it's like you can see some of this kind of consummating already. I guess the only he is problem is kind of a perfect Draymond replacement. As Draymond gets older, Ben Simmons 23-24, same skill set, more athletic. The only problem here is I think if you're uh if you're Houston, maybe you want more picks. I think is the is is the one thing and then it's like Wiggins is the problem. Does Draymond Green and Ben Simmons actually work together? I don't know. 
that gets pretty yeah disgusting. i mean we're, we're pretty g- disgusting we're getting into fantasy land right now so i just want to i want to wrap this up before we get to the draft stuff which is why we're actually doing this episode um do you think that any of these blockbuster trades are going to get consummated draft night and i'm talking james harden or russell westbrook or you know, maybe Boston or someone like that. Do you think, do you think any of that stuff's going down draft night? Because right now I'm, I'm looking at how hot the market is right now. And I think we both agree on this point. It looks like it's a seller's market, yes. not a buyer's yes. market. Yes. It, it is. It is a seller's market. I think the Warriors probably want to get it done. Like they want to get it done before they have to draft James Wiseman. They want to get it done before, like to me, it, it almost, if they make like a trade, they want to get it, it done before the draft. Yeah, exactly. It feels like to me that the Warriors may not have anything. Like it may not even have a trade down. Um, and, and they won't, they, it seems like they won't be able to trade the two for anything. So if they want to get this done, it has to be done tonight or tomorrow. Um, and it doesn't feel like that's realistic, right? Even with Russell Westbrook, it seems like with Houston, if they're going to trade Harden, they better trade Russell Westbrook. Cause why are you going to have one of the guys? You might as well go full tank. Yeah. And, and and like, here's my question for you. Is it a bad thing if the Warriors don't make a big move? They just keep their pick. They use their exceptions. They kind of bring a little strength in numbers roster back next year around the core. Is that a bad thing? Because we're looking at what the Bucks gave up. We're looking at what um, the Rockets are asking for. I mean, we're joking about how many picks, but like it's reported they want – a young star and like this, the poo poo platter. And like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what drew holiday went for and to assume the rockets expect substantially more. Yeah. I think um, you, you made this point last night to me and I thought oh, that was a great one. I, I don't, I don't know. Like people like warriors fans are freaking out that Robert, Shout out like, on Warri- premium, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Warriors didn't want like, Oh, they should trade for Rob- Robert Covington. Robert Covington went for two first-round picks. I don't care if one of them was the 16th pick and one of them was next year's protected pick. He went for two first-round picks. That is that is insane, Sam. Like, what what can the Warriors do? You're going to trade the second for that? I know Seth Partnow came on our podcast a couple of weeks and said that, right? It's like, oh, just, just get Rocco. But then the other thing is the Warriors don't really like him. So it almost, to me, feels like you're better off just keeping the value because there's really – like, to me, it feels like – you for sure can't get this first and next year's first or James Harden. You're probably going to have to do like what? Like legit. By the way, do we even want Harden, but 10. we're just using him as an example, right? Right. So let's say, let's use, let's throw a name at me, Sam, like Josh ben Richardson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh. I was going to like, like a mediocre, I guess he's not me. He's good, but let's say Josh Richardson and you want to get him in the TPE. Um, like, you're probably going to have to give up the first pick, like just the second pick, the second pick. I'm like thinking have to, yeah, if Robert Covington, Robert Covington costs two picks, it's hard to imagine Josh Richardson costing a set, yeah. less than, you know, maybe it's one pick plus one heavily protected pick, but like yeah. you're still talking about two picks yeah. in potential for Josh Richardson, who's a good player, but that's a lot. Who may not close if you have a team that really only has Steph, not only, but if you have Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, and then you add Josh Richardson, is he really closing? Now you have an ultra small lineup. Maybe, but now you're giving up two first round picks, maybe more, because Josh Richardson is a better player than Rocco. So, like at that point, it's like, what can you really do? So, I, I, lo- I know we love to, I love to shit on Kirk and Kent, but I don't know what the options are out there. And I think it is more and more realistic as we get closer to the deadline that it may just be. 
to trade a player exception for a vet guy um, or maybe even Kelly Oubre. And then you use the taxpayer mid level for another vet guy. And that's really what they're going to do. Like that may just be, you bring in someone with the second pick, you hope to develop it all. And maybe at the trade deadline options look better because right now I'm seeing a market that's, I mean, yeah, I, I just can't imagine the Warriors selling everything for Robert Covington, and that's what we're talking about right now. So, yeah, I will. We're gonna get into the draft here. Let me do it. Let me do a couple reads. Um, so let's start with uh, Indeed. Twenty twenty has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Wow, it's Thanksgiving next week. Uh, businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates and quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring, so you only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through the end of the year, December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Bet Online football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Actually, NBA is back. We should switch this read up. NBA is going to be back in a month. Um, so you might not be at a game, although Chase Center might be at a game, uh, or at least half the stadium is going to be at a game. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make at sure. At least I'll one go. of you will be at a game. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'm, I'll go. Like, I'll be there. If they're open, I'll be there. Um, Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. I think you could probably get some good odds on Steph as the MVP this year. Probably be, probably do a good bet. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. Start off wagering on wins, division, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online and take advantage of the great sign up bonuses. Promo code BlueWire, BetOnline.ag. That's promo code BlueWire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So draft is officially happening Wednesday at 5 p.m. And I want—I just want to take a stock check. Where's your head at with the Warriors? Where's your head at? Are they staying at number two or are they trading down? This is the, the eternal question that we've been asking for a year. Um, I think my dream is that they trade down and get someone like – I. you know, Sam, the past few days I've talked myself into Cam Reddish. I've t- I like Cam Reddish. <laughs> I've talked myself into Cam Reddish. I've talked myself. I've talked myself into RJ Barrett. Somehow I've done that, which is a little depressing. Um, I've always been in on Kevin Herter. I still do think that it's a higher than fifty percent chance that they just stay there and take James Wiseman. I think that's really the like I'd give it a sixty percent chance that they just ah, stay that's, what, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say sixty percent, maybe seventy yeah. percent. They stay. Wow. Because I'm looking at these trade offers that are going down, and it does not seem like there's an appetite that's going to excite the Warriors enough 
to want to stay or to move back. Like we we've talked about all these options. Like what if they can get Mitchell Robinson uh, and the eighth pick for the two? Well, I would do that, but it doesn't sound like the Knicks want to do that. What if they can get, you know, like Wendell Carter and the four pick doesn't sound like the Bulls want to do that either. As of right now, I don't know that they're going to have trade down options and that could all change, but Tuesday night, night before the draft, it's not sounding promising that someone's willing to make the kind of offer that it's going to take for the Warriors to leave the two and move back or trade all the way out of it. Yeah, it to me also feels like the Warriors are probably sitting there and thinking, yeah, I guess we could move down to eight or ten and draft Sadiq Bay, and it might be good value, but like... Does do the does Joe Lacob want to come out of the draft with Sadiq Bay, Sam, or does he want to come out of the draft with James Wiseman? Like I don't. I mean, like, they I do like a little flash, uh, but but I think the, the bigger thing is like, let's say there is a team who wants to go um, move up to two. Are they actually offering the Warriors something that makes it worth their while to move down seven or eight players from eight spots? It doesn't yeah. sound like that offer is there. Yeah. So, you know, this could be a big game of poker where at like 4 p.m. an hour before the draft, the um, the Detroit Pistons are like, oh, oh, okay, we got to move up. We'll give you a future pick or something like that. And then maybe, you know, hey, that's great. Good job, Bob, right? But like, I'm not sure I'm counting on that. Yeah, I don't think I'm it's not- – it doesn't sound like the appetite's there the way it is in previous years. I don't think they're counting on that. I don't think they're counting on the the TPE being that they can get someone really good, even Josh Richardson. I keep throwing that in. Like, I don't think that's possible. I just I, – I think there needs to be a level set on what the Warriors are going to do this season. Anthony Slater, friend of the program um, – he mentioned that he's been through. He's been saying this throughout the offseason. Like, hey, they're probably just going to fit the margins here and just get some vet players that are going to be good. But I also think that's not a bad thing, right? Because even if you get that guy, let's say you get a uh, Aaron Gordon, who we've talked about before. Right. Even if they get an or Aaron Gordon, how good is he? Like, is he even, like he's a flashy name? He's from the Bay Area. He's is but, exciting. He shows flashes of great play. But is he like really a guy that you get him and you're like, wow, okay, the Warriors are now the, are now finals contenders, right? To me, I don't see a difference in the Warriors getting Rudy Gay and or Aaron Gordon. Like, yeah, you'd rather have Aaron Gordon, but to me, it's like there's not much there. And you're probably giving up a pick or you're giving up Wiggins or you're giving up something like that. Whereas with Rudy Gay, you're not giving anybody up. So I and that goes back to the seller's market thing, right? Where, where I look, where we look at the trades last night, we're just disgusted. <laughs> like we're just, it's just steep. Everything's expensive. It's like the housing market. It's not good. You don't want to be buying right now. Wow. So yeah, I got tied in. That's for, that's for the niche listeners who like me making housing references. A lot of the listeners. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm starting to get to the point where maybe the smarter play for the Warriors is to draft a two sign a couple players with their exceptions and trust the coaching staff to develop them. Cause you know what will help them acquire a star. If James Wiseman looks amazing, if Anthony Edwards, if they draft Anthony Edwards, if he looks really promising, see, it doesn't have to end on Tuesday. The only way in which they screw up is if they pick a player who looks awful when games start. 
Like if they pick a guy and he looks like, I don't want to pick on anyone, but like Jordan Poole, where you watch him, you're like, oh, he's he's not close. He's not close at all, you know. And and that's why they won't pick Lamelo Ball because there's a chance where they get him and he picks a guy and he plays the first month of the season. You're like, ooh. I don't know about this one, right? And I think that's the same goes for Anthony Edwards too. Like, there's a chance sure. they pick they pick him, and they're like, "My God, this guy is this guy's Dion Waiters." Now, if you pick a Devin Vassell, then you're like, "Okay, this guy is is solid. He probably won't bust. He'll probably be fine." But then it's like you're not trading that guy for a star. Like, let's say let's say Giannis opens up, you're not trading Devin Vassell for that. Let's say you draft James Wiseman, who I think we both think that that's the guy. And he ends up being a 12.8 rebound, three block guy, right? And, and he's like, oh, this guy is Clint Capella, but he might be able to make a jump shot. He might be able to average 20 points a game. Then you can sell it on the fact that it's, well, if someone like 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 uh, Bradley Beal or Giannis comes around, then you're like, all right, here's your foundational center. Here's your foundational big. Get him. Take the, take the Minnesota pick. Take whatever you want and, and move on from there. I don't think that the Warriors are thinking that you get that type of value. And it's just too much risk, too, with, with those with those other two guys. Yeah, definitely. So, so let's, let's tie this back. So who do you think they take at number two, then? If you think yeah. they're sticking there, who's it going to be? A um, little bit of preview. I think both of us are – we had – actually, Lightyear's Premium, we both unveiled our big boards. We both did our top ten. Uh, James Wiseman was in my top five, but not my number one. But – I think that the Warriors do take him at two. I, I think it's almost without a doubt at this point. I only say 60% because I think there's a shot they move down, and so they end up with like Danny FDA or someone. But if they are sticking there, Sam, you tell me that they're staying at two, I think it's without a doubt it's going to be James Wiseman. That's kind of how I feel too, just reading the tea leaves. I don't know that they feel comfortable taking Edwards or LaMelo at two. Maybe that changes. I think if they or and I I don't know that they feel comfortable reaching for like Denny or Patrick Williams or Devin Vassell or Isaac Okoro at two. I feel like it's either going to be Wiseman at two or they're going to trade down. And right now, if you had to ask me, I'm thinking it's Wiseman, but we'll see. Yep. yep. Um. One one last thing here. Uh, Bet online did have a line which was over under seven and a half trades in the first round tomorrow Ooh. what do you think yeah i think we're going over i think this baby's gonna be somebody asked me about if the warriors can trade down twice i think that's an nfl move i think that's a bill belichick move but i think if the warriors want to do it if they get they get an appetite to trade back once why not trade back twice like i think somebody like the spurs or the nuggets or someone is going to want to come up and get someone um they're they're more they want to get someone that that's maybe a little bit more higher upside so I, I think there's a shot maybe the Warriors trade back twice. But, yeah, I think it's over. I, I, think, I think there are teams, especially not in, the, not in the top five. I don't think there's anyone that's trading up and in the top five and, like, clam, like clamoring for those guys. But I think there are people going to be trading back in that, like, middle tier to, to, to middle tier. Yeah, to I was going to say, lottery. that's, that's kind of what I think. I think, we'll see ton, I think we'll see a ton of moves once we get past five. Like, a lot of, like, moving from 10 to seven moving from 14 to 11, that yeah. type of stuff. Like Atlanta is probably going to move around. Detroit's going to move around, right? Like Cleveland yeah. maybe will move around. Like all these teams. They And like keep in mind, I think a lot of these teams have players that they want to move too, 
I think like the Detroit Pistons want to move off of Blake Griffin. The Spurs want to move off of LaMarcus Aldridge. I think like part of that trade back or trade up is to get rid of those contracts. I just, you just got to figure out if the Warriors want Blake Griffin. <laughs> I don't think that's happened. Yeah, that's a no for me. Um, all right, man. Well, I want to, you know, this is a little podette. We're going to, we're going to throw this up here. If you haven't had a chance, listen to our last couple pods to get some great draft insight from Kevin O'Connor or Sam Vecini and live show tomorrow. How high show tomorrow? How high? Dude, I'm live show tomorrow, 430, 30 minutes. I think I'm hoping that we can get this guy that we want uh, for the first 30 minutes for the pre-show Warriors legend. Um, he's the grandfather of all Warriors. Of Bay Area fans, sports. Of Bay Area sports. We're hoping we can get him on for the, the premium only pregame. Uh, and then we're getting through the the live show. Like you get to watch Sam. I think Sam's just bought a new bottle of uh, of wine. I believe it's almost like three grand for it. So I think he's uncorking this is, it. This is a lie. <laughs> I think he's uncorking it when the Warriors actually make I'm, that. I'm trip. saving. I'm saving that for Giannis <laughs> in 2023. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. And and then what we'll have is we'll have uh, I think three to four guests that'll come on after the Warriors make the pick. Again, keep in mind that the Warriors actually have two second-round picks tomorrow. They're going to be kind of late, so they probably won't use both of them, but it'll be something to look forward to. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it'll be a lot of live improv. We'll be reacting with you. We'll, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Cool. See you guys there. <laughs>